What is up, guys? Welcome back for another Thursday of Raising Serotonin. I'm hyped to record this, and no, I'm not videoing it <laughs> again. Not that I didn't mind it the first time I did it. I just, you know, practice makes perfect. You got to do things a few times before you can really figure it out, right? Right? Can't just give up on the first one. But like I mentioned in the intro, I'm a little emotional today, so I kind of just want this. This is my at my space. Like, I absolutely love recording so much and coming on here and talking to you guys about anything and all the things about self-love, self-care, mindset, fitness, nutrition, motivation, serotonin, science, all of the things, all the things. But this is therapy for me. And even though I did have therapy today, and there's also something that I want to talk about that I talked about in therapy, moving my body and recording are my two biggest forms of therapy outside of actual one-on-one therapy with a professional therapist. So if you can have those, even one of those things, like it can be reading, journaling, writing, a sport that you play, an instrument that you play, uh, whatever, honestly, if you like to cook, that would be a really awesome way of therapy and like serving others in that sense or baking, whatever, whatever makes you feel good and put your soul on fire. I really want you to do it when you're emotional because it makes it better and it makes it, you want to do it. It's like, oh, okay, I'm just, I'm not going to do X, Y, Z. I'm going to record an episode. That's what I, I said to Kevin, my friend, Kevin, shout out Kevin. Thank you for motivating me. I said, I, I'm just not whole all there right now. And you guys know that when I am not all there, I don't record an episode, but I, I'm here enough that I actually want to talk about what happened to me and like why I didn't have an episode last week and what this episode is really about. My therapist today talked about second chances and I'm not really big on second chances anymore. I used to be very big on chance after chance after chance. Uh, I think that was a toxicity thing back in the day, but really uh, recently I'm not really big on second chances. I kind of just, um, yeah, if you do me dirty one time, I really don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't want to associate with you. And that's not a horrible mindset to have. It's not that she said that. But she believes in second chances, so she sat there and told me that if I wanted to give someone or something a second chance, that it is okay and it's not wrong. And I kind of have to put that in my head because, like I said, it used to be a toxicity thing that it was constantly like chance after chance. But I now that I'm grown enough, I know how to differentiate the two. Before, I definitely did not. I didn't think. I was like, oh, just give him another chance. Like, no, definitely. That's not the point. It's not it at all. But what had happened was I had connected with someone that I met on TikTok. And he's awesome. I'm not, like, going to talk shit. But moral of the story is he flaked on me because I was going to have him come on the episode and talk about growth in your 20s. He has his own. He has a lot of businesses. And he just is an awesome voice. He had a really good like outlook on life and he's been through some shit so I kind of wanted him to come on here I didn't kind of I wanted him to come on here and talk to you guys about how even though like he's only 25 even though he went through xyz like he is thriving right now and I wanted him to be an example for you guys but that didn't happen and it kind of just speaks volumes in itself and what kind of business owners you do work with when this stuff happens like this isn't the first time that I've been flaked on before 
but it's in a different sense. So now, again, you just live and learn, and I'm not talking shit, but it's wild to see. It's wild to see how other business owners work. It's just just something to think about. Also, it's a respect thing. Don't waste people's time. (laughs) Don't do that either. That's really annoying. Just in general, be a good human. We love that, right, guys? Yeah, okay. Anyway... I was going to ask the person these questions, and I had said to Kevin, I was like, I'm going to answer my own damn questions. I've had enough growth to be able to answer the questions that I were gonna, I was going to ask him. I'm not going to just ask him things that I don't have answers to. Well, maybe I would. I don't know. I want to be able to answer these questions for you because I do think that they were they're good questions. Like, I actually thought them out. So, all right. I have four questions. I had four. Yes, four questions. The first question is, how do you break out of a comfort zone? And I probably have talked about this on the podcast before, and I'm sure that you've even heard it before, but you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. Your comfort zones are a bubble, and we stay in this bubble because you don't like change. And a lot of people don't like change because you don't like the unknown. And the unknown is what? Anxiety. Congratulations. Yay, we all have that sometimes. Well, a lot of people do. And sometimes you don't actually know that you're in this comfort zone until you're like, ah, crap. (laughs) You like something happens or it just like the situation changes before your eyes and you're like, wow, like I didn't even realize what was going on until like this set moment. So when you want to break out of your comfort zone, do something that you haven't done before. Do something that you said that you would never do. Do something that actually you, you said would make you uncomfortable, but not in like a scary or unsafe way, of course. Like, for example, starting a new fitness program, reaching out to someone that you probably normally wouldn't reach out to, not even like in a relationship or friendship way, like someone for help or something and you want a new hairstyle because you like the way that person does that hair. Like, So whatever it is, the action of the uncomfortableness is actually breaking out of your comfort zone. Like that is the step you have to take. How does one break out of a comfort zone? Actually doing something that you normally are not doing. And when you do these things, it's trial and error. Sometimes you can pick up right away. If not, it's okay to fail. Failure is seen so negatively. And yeah, no, who likes to lose? Who likes to be bad at something? Absolutely no one. Like that is the biggest pet even irritable thing that people like get at like crap why am I not good at this or I'm not doing that because I'm not good at it okay well you have to try you have to try more than one time you can try years later months later you still have to try things multiple times to be able to say that you are a failure at it quote-unquote or that you're just not good at or you're not it's not your thing but you have to actually try different things and you're not going to know until you try I also like the saying that if you don't ask it's always going to be no every single time and that actually happened to me pretty recently I know a girl that was in coaching like in IIN coaching and I was going to ask her if she ever had thought about beach body coaching and then next thing I know she's posting about how she's a beach body coach like it's just wild because it's like oh I just didn't ask her like I just didn't want to because it was stepping out was out of my comfort zone and I didn't do it and she ended up doing it so you know You just got to go with your gut sometimes. Actually, 98% of the time, you should go with your gut. I probably have said 100% of the time, but sometimes you do know that your gut, believe your gut instincts. I will just leave it at that. 
the next part is a two-part question he in his videos at least on tiktok i'm not sure if they're the same on tiktok and instagram but on tiktok he talked a lot about how he used to have a victim mindset and how a lot of people now still have that victim mindset and i've also talked about that before because again i was that i was i hate the world the world hates me everyone else is out to get me everyone plots against me like that's that victim mindset what was me it's always everyone else's fault nothing's my fault i'm not changing i'm perfect like they did it it's all of them you don't even try to see both sides of the story like even you or them someone else no like that's a victim mindset and it is kind of hard to notice that when you're in that mindset so just Take a few of the past situations that you've been in and just think about them. Think about all of the sides of the story, what happened, what the actual details are, see what's emotion and what's valid. There's things that like you can own up to at that at the end of the day and it's only going to make you grow. It's not like, oh, I should have recognized that then. Like, okay, well, you did now. So let's be proud of that. And we're going to grow from it. You're going to continue. That's how you kind of get out of a victim mindset. You learn from those things. And you actually take those conversations that you blamed everyone else in and you rework them. If you want to rework them with said person, go ahead. I don't know if all the people in the world are going to want to do that. But rework them with yourself. Rework them with the person that you trust or a therapist. I would hope that you trust your therapist too, but have those conversations and see where both sides went wrong. Get other opinions. Learn how to grow from the mistakes that you made in those small moments because you are so much bigger than anything that you can ever imagine. Like you have the power and the ability to do so much in this world, but you are the only person that's ever going to stop you from doing that. You are the person that has to change you are the person that has to put in the work if you want a result nothing is going to happen overnight nothing is going to happen if you do nothing like if the answer is no if you don't ask the action has to be done or nothing's going to change the second half of the question was what action steps can someone take to become more productive and i just want to remind you that motivation really doesn't exist like for example like I had no motivation before talking to my friend about recording this podcast and then I was like oh yeah like I actually I do have the energy to do it I do have something to talk about like it's important that I do it so being consistent over 90 I think this is the 92nd episode so being consistent over 92 episodes only posting on Thursdays and giving quality amazing content to the people that actually listen to this podcast is way bigger than me taking a nap because I'm not feeling good because I am not fully there I know how to record a podcast I know what I need to talk about I know how much it makes me feel good and I know that it matters so why like what what do you i didn't like motivation is just not i don't care if it's there or not like you have to do it there are going to be things that you have to do in the beginning because getting out of that oh oh it's just them it's their mind it's their problem like take accountability if you realize that you did something effed up say sorry and just move like be the bigger person and move on Move through those steps 
with yourself, with your brain, with your soul, you grow in those situations. Don't you want to grow? So consistency is always going to be greater than motivation. And when you feel like you lack motivation, just do it. Don't talk about it. Just do it. Just be like, I don't feel like doing it. I don't care. Get up and do it. You're tired. Go and do it. That's the only way anything is ever going to get done. And starting is the hardest part. Every single time, it's the hardest part. So action steps are starting and doing. I don't know it's the same thing, but like, I don't know any other way to put that. You actually have to do the work to see any type of result in any way, shape or form. I'm not saying like jump in all at one time, like, holy crap, like let's do 5,000 things a day. Like, no, but let's take it one step at a time, like baby steps here. Like, I'm okay with that, but actually do it. Like, start doing squats before you get into the shower. Start journaling in the morning or in the night whenever you have more time. Like, I'm not you. I don't have your schedule. I can't do the things for you. But if you're going to make excuses, you can make the time to do it. Because what was I doing before recording this podcast? I was laying in bed saying how I didn't want to actually sit there and record it because I didn't feel like I was going to give you great content. And this is honestly a great episode. So I'm my, I'm my biggest enemy. Like I still do it to this day, but here I am. I'm showing up because I knew that it would make me feel better. And I'm on a roll right now. Like I feel good now. All that stuff was in the past, like in my mindset, like, nope, out the door. So it's what you tell yourself that matters. That's how you get out of that victim mindset too. Tell yourself that you're amazing every single day. You can do hard shit. You can do things that you always do. You can stay consistent. You can get up every single day and do a morning routine. You can do your life routine every single day, but make it a damn good one. And the last question that I was going to ask it was, if you could give advice to the person who feels like there is no light, what would you tell them? Because he talked about how he's been in a really dark place before and how there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And this is like a completely different question than the rest of them. But I want to take this time right now to ask you guys what you would say to someone if they feel like there wasn't a light at the end of the tunnel. How would you make your loved one feel better? Like, how would you actually approach that? If you thought that someone was like actually like not doing well, like how do you approach it? How do you ask if someone is okay? Because that's a really hard situation to be in. And sometimes I forget that I didn't ask for help until like I hit rock bottom. I'm not saying that every single person is going to want the help or at that exact time, but I don't think anyone even noticed anything that I was upset or not eating or whatever. So if you do notice something, if someone's off or they're not acting the same, like obviously like don't jump down their throat because that's not the way to do it. But just take note about it and make sure that you're checking in with someone and making sure that they are okay. Because there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you know that and I know that. And if you don't and you're here and you don't know that, I'm glad that you are here because I'm here to tell you that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Three years ago. So next month, guys. Oh, my God. Three years is next month. Holy bahooey. 
October 17th, I'll be 25, and it'll be three years of raising serotonin. I said big, big things were coming, and they they did. It happened this year. So I am excited to start year three, just absolutely different than I have any t- the last two years, but I'm excited for that, and I never was ever excited about life, and I had that victim mindset. I really was stuck in a comfort zone because I lived in a bubble my whole life. I thought the world revolved around me for so, so, so long. And it clearly does not. <laughs> I'm like, that's wild to even think that I thought that. But, you know, I, you live and learn and you are a product of your own environment. So just remember that you are capable of doing whatever you put your mind to whatever you think is possible you can do it and it's not gonna maybe stay the same like I never thought that this is where I would be at year three so I thought like oh I'll do this I'll do that when I like first started and things happen things change you grow you grow like we're gonna all grow together like this is never just gonna stop because I started this at 22 like this grows with me and you guys grow with me as well So I am excited to continue on for year three. I know that having guests is not my actual favorite thing in the world. We've talked about that before because this is what happens. People, you can't depend on anyone but yourself, right? Everything happens for a reason. And at the end of the day, you are loved. Even if you don't feel loved, you are and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So I will see you guys soon. I love you. Bye.